Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spatza on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 16th of August 2021. This is Daily Sports News. J'aurais toujours l'impression qu'on espionne Pourtant pas contre l'amour Je serais même plutôt pour Mais c'est pas pour autant qu'il faut non qu'on s'attache Et qu'on s'empoisonne Avec une flèche Qui nous illusionne Faut pas non qu'on s'attache Et qu'on s'emprisonne Mais rien n'empêche Que l'on s'abandonne Chef de file, j'en ai pas le profil, non. Mais sous l'oreiller, j'aime pas qu'on me questionne. Non, non, je ne suis pas James Bond, entouré de belles blondes. Mais j'en vis même pas les hommes qui papillonnent. Pourtant, pas contre l'amour, j'attends plutôt mon tour. Mais c'est pas pour autant qu'il faut qu'on s'attache et qu'on s'empoisonne. Avec une flèche qui nous illusionne, faut pas donc qu'on s'attache et qu'on s'emprisonne, mais rien n'empêche que l'on s'abandonne. Non, on le sait bien, le quotidien ça nous tue, ça nous tient, ça nous fait mal, rien de plus normal. Et tu t'enfiles dans la file, et faut pas que tu dépasses à chaque fois que tu respires. Mais t'es qui T'es pas normal
Je ne sais pas faire comme Après tout je ne suis qu'un homme Non non je ne veux pas vivre comme Dans la case de l'oncle Tom Christophe Maier is a French artist and he talks about uh, getting attached to two brilliant performances of football, I'm sure, because uh, the great uh, European leagues are back. Uh, it started all on Friday evening already at 8.30 p.m. Borussia Mönchengladbach were host to Bayern Munich. Borussia Mönchengladbach comes from the region which suffered greatly recently due to floods which were present in North Rhine-Westfalen region. Borussia Mönchengladbach started the season pretty well and on the 10th minute Alassane Plea scored the first goal. The Frenchman scored a goal, uh, but uh, Bayern Munich have got Robert Lewandowski, and even though he had more chances, he used one of them uh, in the 42nd minute uh, to give Bayern Munich a draw against Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's a, that is a surprising result, but it's only a start of the season, so I'm sure uh, Borussia, uh, I'm sure Bayern uh, will play better. And then at 8pm British Standard Time, Brentford were on the pitch after 74 years back in the top flight of the English football. Brentford played against Arsenal. Incidentally, in 1947, the previous game that they played in the top flight, they played against Arsenal and they lost. This time, they had fans. Uh, they had fans singing Hey Jude. Hey Jude is the team song of Brentford. They were singing Hey Jude, but obviously replacing uh, Hey Jude with Brentford. Uh, so the atmosphere was really, really good. Uh, the fans were back after pandemic they couldn't really enjoy the new stadium they couldn't really enjoy uh, the time when Brentford were going uh, into the premiership uh, after uh, after beating teams in the playoffs this time this was the inauguration after 74 years and what an inauguration that was Sergi Sergi Cano scored a goal for Brentford uh, to 
give them a 1-0 lead. Uh, so they christened the new ground. They were dominant in the first half. It was a fantastic night and the fans deserve it so much after the year we've had with the pandemic. We all deserve this, Carlos told the club's website. It was uh, the uh, 24-year-old's second uh, appearance in a premiership because he played for Liverpool five years uh, before. In the 2016, in the last game of the season, he came on as a substitute in the Liverpool game. I felt nervous. I'm not going to lie, he said. It was the first game in the Premier League for a lot of players. We were playing Arsenal and we have so much respect for them. But we showed we are here in the Premier League because we deserve it. It was a tough game. They are a great team and they pushed in the second half but the second goal made us a little calm. I hope this is going to be our fortress this season. I hope the fans do this every week because we need them. We all we are all one as a club. It's going to be a hard league so we need their support. In the second half, Arsenal were playing better even though they were missing Obama Young, they were missing Lacazette due to illness, but uh, they started to uh, combine some good passes, but uh, it was Christian Norgard who headed the second goal and made everyone calmer at Brentford. Uh, Bukayo Saka came on as a substitute uh, and was greeted with cheers by most of the fans at Brentford, although some of the fans were booing every time and Bukayo Saka was in front of the goal with the ball. This is because the hate continues. Unfortunately, Bukayo Saka, remember, was the player who couldn't convert a penalty in the penalty shootout in Euro 2020 and was then met with some hate online in social media and some racist remarks were made as well. So um, this booing, obviously we do not approve them but uh, that standing ovation that he was greeted with by most of the fans at Brentford, we obviously applaud as well. Uh, Arteta was obviously unhappy with uh, the result, uh, but uh, the next uh, two games are going to be even tougher. They have got Chelsea and Manchester City next uh, up in the league, uh, and they could find themselves bottom uh, uh, of the table before the international break. Mikel Arteta said after the game, my focus is with the players that we have to try to make them play as best as possible, to get the best out of the team and try to find a way to win football matches. It's the same with the next one. It's a kind of a, a philosophical statement from Mikel Arteta. So this was the start uh, of the uh, premiership and then it got uh, better because on Saturday at uh, 12.30 British Standard Time, uh, Manchester United were host to Leeds United. Leeds United uh, signed their manager, Marcelo Bielsa, just 48 hours before the game to a one-year contract extension. Marcelo Bielsa signs only one-year contracts and only at the last minute, but nobody doubted that that was going uh, to happen. So, 
Leeds United were with their coach against Manchester United. They were hoping that they would not repeat uh, the game or the result would not be dissimilar uh, as uh, the one uh, in the in the previous year where they lost uh, six goals to two at Old Trafford. They were hoping to repeat at least the result that they had at Ellen Road, which uh, ended up in a, a goalless draw. But um, early on, it was uh, Manchester United combination between Paul Pogba and Bruno Fernandes that gave uh, Manchester United the lead in the 30th minute. Uh, 1-0 half time so uh, not too bad for Leeds United they uh, started the second half with uh, some uh, newly acquired uh, vigor uh, and Luke Ayling uh, scored in the 49th minute. Luke Ayling does not score very often but uh, when he does it's uh, a goal of beauty. A 49th minute and a brilliant uh, kick uh, from about what 35 yards and uh, De Gea had no chance. But this was the game of Paul Pogba and some counter-attacking that Leeds United couldn't really cope with. It was Mason Greenwood in the 52nd minute that gave the Manchester United the lead and then Bruno Fernandes scored in the 54th minute and in the 60th minute. So it was four goals to one already and then Fred finished Leeds United off in the 68th minute. Five goals to one. There is uh, just too much quality uh, for uh, Leeds United in the Manchester United lineup, especially Paul Pogba, who uh, was the most expensive signing for a long time, uh, with the £89 million paid for him by Manchester United. Now he can relax because Jack Grealish uh, cost more, uh, and also uh, Lukaku, who's coming to Chelsea, uh, will cost more. So, uh, with that of his shoulders he can enjoy and be uh, entrepreneurial in the middle uh, of the field indeed that's what he was he provided brilliant assists to Bruno Fernandes and was dominant in the whole game so uh, Paul Pogba and uh, Manchester United had just too much quality. Marcelo Bielsa does not rely on transfer market. He believes in developing the players that he already has. He inherited Luke Ayling uh, in, the, uh, in the championship and then made him uh, someone who scores goals like this one at Old Trafford. But uh, at the end of the day, it was just too much for Leeds United. They obviously uh, still wanted to play play attacking football but just didn't have enough quality. A, a combined 11-3 is not a good result for Bielsa at Old Trafford, losing 6 goals to 2 and now 5 goals to 1. It obviously, that meant that they came with just bare fists to a gunfight. Uh, Mason Greenwood, Paul Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, and uh, Kovacic were just uh, and, and they were just uh, uh, just too much for uh, Leeds United. Bruno Fernandes cost something like sixty-seven million pounds. 
and he showed that he's worth every penny of what they paid for him it's out of Wolverhampton Leeds were unaccustomed to this type of play especially the counter-attacking that exposed their um, the, the full-backs with Mason Greenwood's space so Manchester United they started really well and Leeds United didn't have Calvin Phillips in the middle because he seems to be still tired from that Euro 2020 and when he came on it was probably already too late so Paul Pogba dominant Bruno Fernandes hat-trick and a brilliant performance for Manchester United in five goals to one win against Leeds United and then at 3pm British time we had a return to normality because at 3pm usually in England the games are not televised because this is the preference for the fans who want to attend the games at their clubs so we had unusually for the last year and a half a number of games being played at the same time Leicester City in one of those games they beat Wolverhampton one goal to nil Bruno Espirito Santo Nuno Espirito Santo moved as a coach of Tottenham so Bernard Lage it was his first first taste of premiership and lost against Leicester Chelsea having won the Super Cup against Villarreal in, on penalties this time were dominant against Crystal Palace didn't, didn't give them any chance uh, they beat them three goals to nil and Winfried Zaha was as frustrated as usual when his team does not play very well uh, another uh, contender from the championship Watford uh, was successful similarly as Brentford uh, three goals to two against Aston Villa uh, which was uh, this was a good start uh, of the premiership campaign they will need every one of these points Aston Villa with Jack Grealish couldn't really uh, cope with uh, Watford Everton beat uh, Southampton three goals uh, to one this was uh, a good start of uh, Rafa Benitez uh, at Liverpool uh, at uh, Liverpool other club obviously uh, he uh, was previously engaged with Liverpool rather than Everton Burnley lost to Brighton uh, one goal to two and we can note a good substitution made by uh, the manager of Brighton uh, Jakub Moder came on and provided a vital assist in the goal in the equalizer that was scored by Neil Morpe and then Alec Mac- Mac- Alexis McAllister scored another one in the 78th minute to give Brighton a good win at Tough Moor and Burnley. So the last game of Saturday was another uh, another team that bounced back to Premiership Norwich City they were hosting Liverpool and uh, this was not a good inauguration for Norwich City they were comprehensively beaten by Liverpool it was uh, Diago Jota who scored the first goal in the 26th minute which was uh, out of that um, inadvertent pass from Mohamed Salah but uh, he could take it 
Robert Firmino scored another one in the 65th minute and who else but Mohamed Salah. He scored in the 74th minute giving Liverpool a dream start. Also they had Virgil van Dijk back in the lineup. He was nervous because he has not played for a long time but he performed well and Liverpool will be happy with him in the back four for Liverpool. So this was the Saturday at Premiership. Let's have a look at what it looked like uh, at uh, other European leagues. Real Madrid, uh, everyone talks about them not being interested in playing La Liga anymore, but they came uh, to uh, the pitch prepared. Karim Benzema uh, scored twice in, in their win against uh, Alavesh. Uh, he uh, picked up when he left off last season. He scored twice. Real Madrid had an, a rather uninspiring first half in what uh, Carlo Ancelotti was uh, the first league game for Real, but obviously in his return to Real. He, he uh, coached Real Madrid uh, in the past. Uh, so um, Benzema settled their nerves in the second half by blasting the ball into the net in the 48th minute and uh, he was provided with a nice assist uh, by uh, Eden Hazard who is coming back to a good form I think the defender Nacho uh, scored a, a goal for Real Madrid to give them a 2-0 lead and Luka Modric ever uh, ever green uh, ever young Luka Modric who played so well at the Euro 2020, this time provided a, a nice curveball towards the goal that was connected uh, with uh, uh, Nacho. Uh, he was quite happy to score that goal. Two goals to nil. Then Benzema scored again in the 62nd minute, but um, a little later Alavesh pulled one goal back through a penalty, but uh, Vinicius Jr. added a final goal for the visitors that uh, concluded the scoring four goals to one. Uh, four goals to one and that was a, a header from a, a debutant uh, David Alaba who came on to uh, who came to uh, Real Madrid from Bayern Munich uh, there were other games in La Liga but they all uh, on Saturday but they all ended up in draws Osasuna and Espanyol nil nil, Cadiz Levante one all, and Mallorca Real Betis one all. Borussia Dortmund in the German Bundesliga showed that they mean business under the new manager Marco Rose, who came from their neighbor Borussia Mönchengladbach. In that, which was really a debacle when Marco Rose was announced as a coach of Borussia Dortmund the way through the last season so uh, that destroyed all the momentum Borussia Mönchengladbach had this time uh, there was no problems for Marco Rosa and his side because he's got Erin Haaland he scored twice and set up uh, other three goals uh, when Borussia Dortmund beat Eintracht Frankfurt five goals to two on Saturday to put down a marker in their Bundesliga opener they obviously showed their intent that they want to fight for the championship also Erling Haaland probably showed that he wants to fight for the striker's crown and that sent a message to Bayern's Robert Lewandowski 
So a good game and good score for Borussia Dortmund, who will be now playing in the German Super Cup on Tuesday against Bayern Munich. Uh, that game uh, will be watched uh, really carefully. We'll see uh, what is uh, what is the form, what is the preparation of those uh, teams who will be fighting for the German Bundesliga uh, Championship this season. Uh, Bochum and Greuther Firth, they lost. They uh, are newly promoted, but uh, Bochum lost against uh, Wolfsburg one goal to nil and Greuther first against Stuttgart uh, five um, five goals uh, to one Uh, so uh, uh, the newly promoted teams uh, have had a hard time, hard time at uh, uh, German Bundesliga. Bayern Leverkusen drew at Union Berlin one all, and uh, uh, and uh, Arminia Bielefeld were held to a goalless home draw by Freiburg. In France, the uh, anticipated match of uh, Paris Saint-Germain uh, against Strasbourg uh, failed to live up to expectations because we could not see Messi, Neymar, Gianluigi, Donnarumma, nor Sergio Nalanop in the lineup, nor even on the bench. They just not fit yet uh, to be in the lineup. So, uh, because of their absence, we had familiar uh, faces of Mbappé. Um, and Mauro Icardi scoring for Paris Saint-Germain who beat Strasbourg four goals to two um, Kylian Mbappé uh, Mario Icardi, Mauro Icardi scored the first goal then Kylian Mbappé doubled uh, per Paris Saint-Germain advantage uh, but then they, the Strasbourg team went back uh, but uh, Pablo Sarabia scored in the 86th minute to restore the um, 4-2 lead to uh, or to go lead to a Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, nice manager Christophe Gauthier celebrated a winning return to his former club Lille, the champion of uh, French Ligue 1, and they hammered Lille four goals to nil. So that was not a good start for the French champions. A Danish forward Kasper Dolberg scored twice in in either half. Uh, he played so well in the Euro 2020 campaign for Denmark and he showed that that was not a fluke. Kasper Dolbeck plays so well at Nice after playing for Ajax for so long. He apparently is a problematic striker. He's got some issues. He does not socialize with other players, but he scores goals. And what else would you need? So that's how Saturday ended up on the European pitches. And then uh, we had a Sunday at Premier League. Sunday at Premier League started with Newcastle hosting West Ham United. Uh, Newcastle were hoping for a good start of the season. They have obviously issues with the ownership. Uh, Mike Ashley tries to sell, is trying still to sell uh, the Newcastle, but uh, uh, this transaction, uh, which uh, was supposed to be uh, financed by the Saudi the Arabia National Fund did not materialize because of the opposition from the Premier League authorities. They felt that this Saudi Arabian fund is too closely connected with the regime of Saudi Arabia, which has got a quite a problematic human rights record. But Newcastle started pretty well. Callum Wilson gave Newcastle a 1-0 lead on the 5th minute 
uh, Fabianski no chance to defend that header and then uh, Aaron Cresswell uh, equalized in the 18th minute even though that goal was initially disallowed but after a VAR analysis it was all good uh, and then Jacob Murth- Murphy gave Newcastle a lead going into half time uh, in the 40th minute so two goals to one for Newcastle it uh, all seems to be going well uh, and then uh, Declan Rice comes to the stage he uh, picks up the ball uh, in the middle uh, then passes to Mihail Antonio who saves the ball from going out uh, crosses a brilliant cross to Said Ben Rama uh, who uh, heads the ball uh, in the net two goals all. Said Ben Rama, who came incidentally from Brentford the season ago, he was part of that BMW Ben Rama, Mbemo and Watkins a trio of Brentford. Uh, he is uh, playing really well, has been playing really well for West Ham last season. He gave the equalizer to West Ham, but West Ham didn't stop at this one. Uh, uh, the Mikhail Antonio uh, tried to score for them uh, through a penalty, which apparently was a soft penalty uh, that was given. Uh, Steve Bruce was complaining after the game that that was a pivotal, that was a turning point in that game, that that penalty should have never been awarded, but it was. Mikhail Antonio tried to score from that penalty, but the keeper managed to defend that uh, that shot uh, that went to the right uh, hand corner Thomas Socek of West Ham was waiting there and he converted in the 63rd minute three goals to two for West Ham Michael Antonio uh, he managed to redeem himself uh, after that uh, unsuccessful penalty when he scored in the 66th minute and that was a goal of absolute beauty four goals to two uh, for West Ham Uh, West Ham who were punching above the weight it seemed last season they were sixth in the league many experts thought that that was a fluke but this score will give a message to those who doubted West Ham prowess Uh, Four goals to uh, away at Newcastle with 50,000 crowd present at St. James's Park. It uh, was loud, it was full, and yet West Ham played so well. Michael Antonio, Said Ben Rama and Declan Rice played so well for David Moyes. As the final whistle blew, Moyes saluted the away fans who were perched high in the leases end and was greeted with choruses, we gonna win the league. That may be slightly exaggeration, may be optimistic, but... uh, as the second half unfolded, West Ham uh, certainly showed uh, the form that was uh, reminiscent of that sixth place finished last uh, season. If we keep playing like that, I don't need to sign anyone else. That's what uh, Moy said. We showed great character and our away support was terrific. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so uh, West Ham playing so well uh, away at Newcastle. Newcastle have problems, especially now that they started so badly. It may go down, especially with that ownership situation still being unresolved. 
Then at uh, 4.30 p.m. Uh, yesterday came the game that was mostly anticipated by all the experts and fans around Premier League. Uh, Tottenham Hotspurs were hosts to Manchester City with the saga of Harry Kane. Uh, was Harry Kane going to be included in the lineup? Uh, was he going to be sitting on the bench? It turned out that Harry Kane wasn't even in the squad for that game. Hurricane came late, uh, came back late from Bahamas, came late from uh, Florida uh, and had to go through quarantine. Uh, apparently he only had two training sessions with the team and Nuno Espirito Santo said he just wasn't ready. Whether or not that was the reason why he wasn't included in the squad, we don't know. Uh, but the saga continues. Uh, let me remind you that uh, Hurricane wants to leave Tottenham Hotspur. Manchester City are interested in signing him for £100 million. Daniel Levy, the manager of the CEO of Tottenham Hotspur, uh, denies that uh, Harry Kane is for sale, even though there are some rumours going around that for about £160 million or £150 million he would be prepared to sell Harry Kane. So uh, we don't have the hero of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, so uh, there is another one who wants to become a hero, Son Heung-min, the Korean striker who was part of that uh, famous duo last season with Hurricane scoring many goals. This time he scored a goal after a brilliant attacking uh, from Lucas Moura and Bergwijn. Finally he got to the ball and sent a curler, uh, which was uh, absolutely impossible to defend by the uh, Manchester City uh, keeper. Manchester City were playing as they usually do with lots of possession but they were wasteful in front of the goal. They had many chances they couldn't convert. Even Sterling who played so well for Manchester City at uh, Euro 2000 uh, I'm sorry who played so well at the Euro 2020 for England uh, he couldn't uh, convert uh, any of the opportunities Manchester City had so much possession but were vulnerable on counter-attack and it's not just that counter-attack uh, of the combination of Lucas Moura Bergwijn and uh, Son that uh, was dangerous they had uh, Tottenham Hotspurs had uh, more opportunities to score a goal so Manchester City obviously without some of the players but really they couldn't really complain Phil Foden is still unavailable but Kevin De Bruyne came on as a sub in the second half so he strengthened the midfield for Manchester City and yet they couldn't convert so Tottenham would be happy that they managed to win and it was a a statement win against Manchester City. Jack Grealish was in the lineup. He is now more expensive than Paul Pogba. Uh, paid, paid, uh, Manchester City paid something like £100 million for him. Uh, he was fouled many times but uh, failed to provide the necessary opportunities or necessary through balls for attacking players. Uh, obviously Manchester City probably are missing uh, someone like Harry Kane. A, a number nine in their attacking formation uh, but uh, Grealish obviously needs a, a little more time to settle so this was an uninspiring start for Manchester City lots of possession wasteful in front of goal and Tottenham will be happy with one goal to nil 
win. Uh, so uh, that was um, uh, a game without uh, a big star of Tottenham Hotspur Hurricane. There was another game to be played in Europe without the big star Barcelona. The first game without uh, Leo Messi. Without Leo Messi, Barcelona with some fans. Only 20,000 were allowed in the stadium. And on the 10th minute, they were all chanting Messi. But it was another one of these star figures of Barcelona who provided the goal for them. Gerard Piquet, he connected a pass from the free kick from from Memphis Depay and scored a goal for Barcelona. Gerard Piquet is a legend at Barcelona. He agreed to a substantial pay cut just to be able to play for Barcelona, just for Barcelona to be able to sign some of the players. He showed that... uh, absolute leadership which may make him a manager at the club at some point. Gerard Piquet scored in the 19th minute and then Martin Brightwaite scored twice uh, first just before half time on the 45th minute and in the 59th minute. Martin Brightwaite works as a, as a workhorse but uh, rarely provides a spark. This time he did. Uh, he scored two goals. Then Real Sociedad uh, San Sebastian uh, came back because they have got Mikel Oyarzabal, who scored a brilliant goal to edge Real Sociedad San Sebastian, very close to Barcelona. It was through three goals to two at that time in the 85th minute, and Sergi Roberto calmed the nerves of Barcelona, socios of the Barcelona fans without Messi, and scored a goal for four goals to two. So Barcelona lift post-Messi gloom with a win over Real Sociedad San Sebastian. We cannot live in the past. We have to live today and tomorrow, Ronald Koeman said, and so they did. It may have been a single night. There may have just been 20,000 supporters here, and most important of all, there was no sign of Lionel Messi, but it was the first time that the fans have been there for 526 days. So, they lifted some gloom at Barcelona. Uh, the, obviously, the socios, the fans of Barcelona, will be hoping that after Leo Messi left, that the combination of Griezmann, Memphis Depay, Gerard Piquet, and uh, Pedri in the middle, who is the new star of Barcelona, they will be able to play at the highest possible level. And it might just happen. Remember, Leo Messi is 35 years old, and Pedri is just 18, and Pedri is the future for Barcelona. Adele is the fan of Tottenham and uh, she sings a song uh, Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Perhaps uh, Tottenham have already found someone like Hurricane in uh, in the form of Son Heimin and perhaps Barcelona found someone like Leo Messi in the form of a combination of Memphis Depay, Antoine Griezmann and yes 18 year old Pedri we're going to see it's going to be exciting Adele someone like you you found a girl in your 
guess she gave you things I didn't give to you. But I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me it isn't over. Adele, someone like you, 
Never mind, I'll find someone like you. This is what、uh, the Tottenham fans are hoping for: that they will find someone like. Uh, Harry Kane. Also, this is、uh, something that the Barcelona fans, socios, are hoping for that they will find someone like Leo Messi. Perhaps they already found、uh, them in the form of a trio of Griezmann, Memphis Depay, and Pedri. Perhaps Speedway is a niche sport, perhaps, but it's got、uh, their diehard fans.、Uh, there was a Grand Prix being held on Saturday at Swedish. Lila and Bartosz Zmarzdik, the two-time champion, he won that Grand Prix. He had an uninspiring start and advanced to the semi-final, but eventually he won and is now the leader in the World Championship. This was the seventh round of Grand Prix. We have still four、uh, races to go. Zmarzdik won four、uh, races、uh, out of seven, but still he's got only three points. Lead over the Russian Artyom Waguta. The、uh, Grand Prix in Malila were quite dramatic. It was、uh, for a long time uncertain whether or not this was these、uh, this competition was going to take place because of heavy rain, which made the track really really damp. The biggest problem was that the、uh, riders couldn't really、uh, practice at that track. This was evident in the first part of the competition,、uh, up to the third series of. Starts. Many of the riders had issues,、uh, including Zmarzlik and another Polish rider,、uh, Janowski.、Uh, Kubera, another Polish rider, was uh, was uh, riding a little better. But、uh, the more they got used to the track, the better it was. Both Janowski and Zmarzlik to to be able to to、uh, to get into the semi-final had to win the last races, and they won them in emphatic, emphatic fashion. And after that fifth start, Zmarzlik suddenly found his rhythm. Then he won in the semi-final and emphatically won in the final as well. Artyom Maguta was fighting for the second position, which obviously is very important to keep at to keep close to Zmarzlik, and he won that battle against the Swedish Lindgren. The organizers did whatever they could to be able to prepare. A track that is safe for the riders,、uh, and、uh, eventually they were able to、uh, hold these、uh, this, these championships, these Grand Prix. So uh, the uh, there are still four races to go. The next one is in Toliati. This is the home track of Artyom Waguta. But uh, uh, up to the very end, up to the last Grand Prix in Torun, it will be a、uh, battle between Artyom Waguta and Bartosz Mastik. Mastik will be fighting, trying to get、uh, a third championship in a row. That will be some、uh, achievement.、Uh, Lindgren is、uh, also riding pretty well, but that. Probably will be just enough for the third position. Now the battle for the championship is between Bartosz Marsdik and Artyom Waguta. We'll see how that battle develops. In Swedish Malila, Bartosz Marsdik won and has got now three points advantage over Artyom Waguta. Black Midi 
is a British band and they have got a song called Speedway. Perhaps they didn't think about Speedway in the sense of uh, motor racing, but perhaps they thought about uh, a track. We'll see uh, how that uh, uh, song uh, suits uh, Bartosz Maslik and uh, the riders in a Grand Prix Championship in Speedway. Speedway. Finally, we have international test cricket in England with fans. And even though the first game between India, the first test match between India and England uh, finished at Edgbaston with a draw because of the rain, this time at Lords we had uh, fans present and uh, the game was on. India. 
they were playing really well in the first inning, racking up the score to 364. But then England came on and Joe Root, uh, 180, a century, not out, 180, not out. And even though some of them may call this 180 uninspiring because there were no big sixes uh, and uh, it took uh, so many overs to get them. Uh, but uh, Joe Root was uh, the leader of his team and gave England the lead going into the second inning. 391 score, three runs for England. And then India came on on the fourth day and uh, managed to get a 181 score with the lead of just 154 runs. We'll see how that situation develops today in the final day, whether or not England will be able to get uh, India out for a low score and then finish uh, in a way uh, to give England a dramatic win. We'll see how that situation develops. So so far, uh, Joe Root uh, gave them this Park gave them the leadership that they needed, and the fans obviously enjoyed everything at Lords. Uh, they will be singing uh, probably a Sweet Caroline if they win, or maybe a Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. They do that at rugby match- matches, but perhaps they'll do that as well at Lords. We'll see. Uh, it's uh, the uh, uh, it, the uh, matchup between India and England is uh, very well poised for a grand finale today. Lady Smith, a Black Mambazo, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Yeah. 
Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. England are playing India the fifth day of the cricket test today at Lords. We'll see how they manage to whether they manage to win against India, who obviously were favourites going into that game. Gerd Müller, the legend of German football, passed away. Uh, he passed away at the age of 75. Uh, he was suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Today, the world of Bayern stopped. Uh, this is what has been written on Twitter. Uh, the champions of Germany and all the fans are mourning Gerd Müller, who passed away on a Sunday morning at the age of 75. Müller has been struggling with uh, suffering from Alzheimer's disease since, since 2015. He, he was isolated in a facility near Munich where he had a medical uh, care. Uh, every day he was visited by his wife Ushi. He's been always the warrior. Uh, he was um, uh, courageous uh, all his life and uh, even now. He is asleep and uh, slowly is uh, leaving us. He's calm. I hope he's not suffering. I hope that uh, he's not thinking about his fate, about his uh, Uh, his uh, illness, which uh, is depriving him of uh, dignity. He never thought uh, much about his achievements. Uh, he was just uh, playing uh, with his life. He never thought he was the best. It was a very difficult marriage with his wife. He's been, she's been, Ushi has been a wife of Gerd Müller since 1967. Uh, she was through his illness, through his uh, alcoholic addiction. Uh, he was, uh, Gerd Müller was an uh, alcoholic, but he managed to uh, overcome uh, that illness. Uh, Bayern is obviously mourning Müller, who has been the icon of this club. He played for Bayern from 1964 to 1979 in 453 games. He scored 398 goals. He was uh, four times the, the champion of Germany, three times uh, he managed to get the European Cup, and he was uh, seven times the winner of the crown of the best scorer in the Bundesliga. His record of 40 goals was, was only matched by Lewandowski last season but his record of 365 goals obviously is difficult to match the, the Polish striker is still 18 goals short of that number for um Uh, for Gerd Müller, we have got the song by Kraftwerk, Das Modell. He has been certainly the model uh, to um, uh, to uh, aspire to uh, on the pitch, maybe not outside the pitch. Kraftwerk, Das Modell for Gerd Müller, who passed away at the age of 75. With Kraftwerk and Das Modell, we are concluding the daily sports news um, on Radio Sport at radiosport.online. DJ Spatza says goodbye on the 16th of uh, August 2021.